Fool of Earth. How are you? I interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, I, just, I was just going to say whenever you're ready. My name is Al. Across the table from me is Joe. Hey, guys. And girls. If you're looking for the podcast kind of right, well, you found it. That's us. That's you me and Joe. over it. And maybe you fucking weren't meaning to look for it, but I think if you listen to our podcast, you meant to. You're not going to fucking, unless you click on something that came up on your tune in or something. Stitcher just has a whole new thing going on, too. I got to read up on that. We're eligible for something on there. I got to figure it out. Really? Yeah. I think it's more like uh, more just networking with other podcast people, which maybe we should do. Well, we don't pa- spend a lot of time promoting the show <laughs> anywhere. No. I, how about zero? And <laughs> I've always kind of, I've had the belief that you, the the only way to do this is just by continuing to do it. And we're putting in our 10,000 hours. <laughs> and it will pay off. And it's really not, it isn't and isn't. You can't start something with the idea that three years later we'll have four listeners. Listen, I will say this. But we have to. And I'm not saying we're great. But we really do like doing this. But by the time people are listening, we're not going to suck. How's that? I got a good feeling about that. Because I think we get better. Oh, I think we get better with each show. Actually, sometimes you get a dud, but I'm not going to give always uh, a few fucking yucks. Sorry, buddy. I'm not going to give uh, Joe Rogan the credit because I, I believe it was probably Adam Carolla where I got the idea to do this. But I did start watching and listening because he's, he's always been video. But Joe Rogan has an excellent <laughs> podcast, and it's, you know, one of the, it's, if not the highest rated, it's in the top five up podcasts. But you can go back, and he's, and Joe Rogan is prolific. I mean, he does six, seven podcasts a week. Really? He's out of his mind. He does, like, back-to-back. I'm burping here. So does he do three hours or two hours or one hour? Does, does he have a he he format less? He typically does almost three hours. He he does fucking... Back-to-back. Over 20 hours of fucking broadcast, podcasting a week. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Typically, uh, you know, and he then clearly doesn't have that much. Then there'll to be do. Uh, weeks off. Well, no, he's he certainly also... not acting on TV. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, but he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he's got a he's got a relatively new Netflix special, which is excellent. So he I probably think. doesn't even have a setup like this. He probably, oh no, he does. He has a studio, but does will he do it on the road? Like, does will he bring a laptop and a board and a computer and do shit on the road? I don't think he does. I don't think he's on the road. No. I don't think like he goes out for four months. I understand. As a matter of fact, I he does I stand know he up does but he, he he's not touring. He I think he he does stand up specials and he hones his shit at the comedy store. That's and if some And by listening to him, that's the gist that I get. Right. And if Westinghouse wants him to do a fucking corporate gig, he'll go do it. And he's he's an MMA commentator. Which <coughs> I know that. I don't know if he does that every week. I think that's a once a month deal. He's not doing the weekly show. I don't know though. Don't I don't know either. But it. he's got a separate podcast that it's just MMA stuff. 
And Man, I remember heard, when I liked that shit. I liked it before it got popular. I've heard <laughs> things like, like he's done thousands of MMA fights, but maybe there haven't been that. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, no, no. Fights, hundreds? I'm sure. Broadcasts, it's at least probably up into the three or four hundred. Sound hundreds? But so, you, I mean, that, he's a busy guy. And every night that the, you're doing the broadcasting, there's more than one fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the whole point fight. of this, talking about Joe Rogan, mm. is that if you go back and you listen to episode 291 compared to episode 1170, it's wildly different. Yeah. He's so much... He's incredibly better. Good. It's incredibly more. You know, there is a my, one of my favorite comedians is Dave Attell, and this is like episode four fifty eight, and Dave Attell's microphone is fr- in front of his fucking face the entire podcast. Right. You follow what I'm saying? So that's not a. You don't have to look at David Tell to to laugh at what he says, but it would be nice if you got it on video anyway. Yeah. That somebody says, hey, Dave, could you move the fucking, you know, the whole mic thing? Because he's got the ones that come out of the, sure. you know, the boom mic or whatever the fuck they are. Move it to the, the side that's not the video side. Yeah, well, I don't so, think Dave's looking to get his mug fucking recorded. <laughs> He probably doesn't care. Did I tell you I saw him live? <coughs> it was a fucked up night. It was me, Luke. Where? Cape Cod Music Circus and Hyannis Center there with the revolving stage type okay. of Okay. He doesn't like doing He likes clubs. Well, I guess was, he'll do it. This was a long time good. ago. This was at least 10 years ago. And I went with Luke, whoever his girlfriend was at the time, uh, and one of their friends... And we got a hotel room. I don't even remember which hotel. Pretty close. Walking distance. And those guys did coke until fucking 6.30 in the morning. And I'm trying to get some fucking sleep. I almost choked him. This, at the Cape Cod Melody's tent, and you stayed in the same room with Luke? Luke and, and some of his friends. And they were all jacked up. and I'm Literally doing coke. And you had no earplugs and... They I'm like, you crazy. guys fucking suck. I want to go to sleep. And they turned the heat up. You know what I mean? I'm just like, fuck, never again. You know what I mean? Well, when I did my motorcycle trips with my father and uh, my framer, in the beginning, we would get a one room Ugh. and then get a or roll away. So after about two of those, I just started getting my Two of those room. nights or two of those trips? Two of those nights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just said, I'm getting my own room. I have to say the if one. If you're offended, I don't care. I'm getting my own room. I don't want to listen because they both snored like animals. My father would get up at 4.30 in the morning and start fucking... You know, every, he had everything that he owned in a trash bag. And he'd start fucking wrinkling it. I don't know whether he was trying to wake us up or just doesn't give a fuck. But so that ended right quick. 
The one time you and I shared a room was all right because it was a big ass fucking room. That room in Milwaukee that was, was a huge, man. No, we had, I don't think we had, I don't remember having any problems at all other than a we, lack of pillows because Al needs seven or eight pillows to sleep. And then uh, it was pretty interesting watching him. And we watched him get himself all fucking as, as cocoon. Much, as much as we went there, <laughs> as much as we went there together and hung out and had a good time, we somehow still maintained opposite schedules for a lot of it. Well, I used to. We didn't run into each other that much. Al. So we'd start drinking in the morning around eight o'clock, and then by six o'clock, basically when it was time to go to the music festival, I would pass out. Couple of days I made it to the music festival early, but yeah, we didn't have anywhere to be till six p.m. So I was getting that's I a want, real problem for me. I, I wanted to go to bed at like four or five in the morning. I don't have that stamina. I just and then but sleep till fucking two. You know, <laughs> I drink too much, too fast, and there was a couple of days I literally we were sitting there and you fell asleep at the picnic table with a beer in your hand, and I was like. Yeah, he'll be all right. And if if he goes home, I'll find him later. I remember. And then I'd go vividly. Wa- well, I knew how to get home. That fucking music festival, by the way, is fucking awesome. And you, no one knows about it. Everyone I tell about it's like, all right, whatever you say, Al. I'm like, look at the fuck up. You can find it. But no one's ever heard of it. We it's should bring the, some skeptics there. It's the biggest music festival in the Western Hemisphere, maybe the world. It's crazy. It's 880 acts live over two weeks. Yeah, and who would who would think? Milwaukee. Right on the shores of the mighty Lake Michigan. And they don't see it. Is it Lake Michigan? It. I hope it's Lake Michigan. <laughs> yes. It's one it, of them great yes, lakes. Yes, it's Lake Michigan. It's the same lake that Chicago's on, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh What a fucking what a different area it's so fucking cool there. And I gotta say I, Look, I haven't spent much time in Chicago, but all the time I've spent in Milwaukee and Wisconsin and everyone who I dealt with, that place is fucking not like here, man. I haven't been many places in this world, but I'll tell you right now, the biggest assholes on the planet live in New England, okay? I truly believe that. No, you have been in many places in this world. You've been all over the place. I'm telling you. This is the the people in New England are the worst sort of fucking people ever. They're fucking entitled. They're spoiled. They're whiners, and they suck. And they have no. Most people have no regard for anybody else's feelings or anything around here. I truly feel that, and it's not just because I'm down on people. I'm just telling you my observations. Maybe. Famili- no, you're familiar people. No, no, familiarity breeds contempt. Maybe you're familiar with that saying. Yes. Maybe just because I'm used to New Englanders. Everywhere I go, I'm just refreshed. Anywhere in this country or what limited places I've been in the world, people are fucking nice, <laughs> except in New England. <laughs> One of the clips that I made was is the it something like because I don't remember the titles. The problem I have is I forget what the fucking clip. I try to write a. I write a title to name the clip. Yeah. You got to stop with the fucking spelling errors, too, will you? There's no spelling errors, you cocksucker. No, nothing. Not one thing in the English language is pluralized with an apostrophe S. 
Nothing. Even acronyms, you just put a little less. That's not a spelling error. That's a that's a punctuation error. Fucking idiocy. That's what it is. Fucking dick. Fucking inexcusable. I know. I have access. I got to do it. Yeah. There's a couple other things I got to fix too. But sorry, buddy. One of the one of the shows I have is is the United States the best country in the world? And of course, everybody's going to jump up and say yes. Was that a clip or a Joe show? No, that was a clip. Oh, okay. Right. That was a, we were talking about it, and you know, then we talked about countries that you'd go to, and yeah, let me have a beer out of there, please. And one of those. Did you get any cold ones? I sure did. Let me have one of them too, please. And uh, look, the United States. We live great in the United States. We really do. Well, most people do. But now I got a friend of mine who just got back from Vietnam. Good, very, very good friend. Long time friend. On a pleasure trip. Almost 40-year friend, which is a college pal. We talked a little bit about the I-Man a couple shows in a row. I-Man's mentioned uh, with frequency frequency on the kind of right. And reverence. Well, he's a wonderful man. He's a a good person, and he's he's one of my... I I consider, I, I think I have... Probably have a half a dozen or so best friends. He's the, the nicest. Best friends and people that would. He's the uh, nicest jailer I've ever met. Yes. And he's he's in that group, as is my pal Al here. I love Al. Uh, I love you too, buddy. There's, there's about six or seven people, and Ira does not respond in kind. But every time I hang up, I tell him that I love him. Oh, that's very nice, Joe. And I think he, you know, but he's, he ain't there yet. You know what I mean? Well, maybe he And I don't feel like the lack of reciprocation, it doesn't hurt. Because a lot of men, you know, men are, men are funny about that. You know, I was, I was watching Bill Burr the other day. And he was, he was, uh. Talking about playing hockey, and a you know he got he he I guess he plays ice hockey still to this day you know once a week or something, and somebody checked him knocked him down and went over to see if he was okay and he called the guy a faggot for coming over to help him you know out of that mentality where men have you know. Of course I'm all right, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me. I'm a you know, you can't you can't say a puppy's cute or you can't tell your friends that you love them. Um well there's some masculine thing that uh some masculine sickness or maybe it was needed at the time, who knows, where you just can't tell people what you really feel about them. And not in a homosexual way. Right. Um, fucking uh, Eugene and I have told each other we love each other, and Fran told me he loved me a couple weeks ago, and I responded in kind. Well, Fran's a wonderful person. He really is, and he's been a great friend, as you have to him. Yeah, no, we've friend. had we, you, you, the two of you are are genuine friends. In the year two thousand, we had a a pretty bad. Uh, we didn't talk to each other for about eight months because he thought I 
he mistakenly thought I was trying to fucking. That that's as far our relationship as far as working with each other went back that far and even further. But he mistook something I say said to say uh, that I was gonna go get one of his customers away from him, and I never said that. He honestly thought I said that to him. Like you're a fucking idiot. I never said that. You know what I mean? Well, having a disagreement with a friend is. But it was over. The, it was over money. Part of the thing, in a way, in a way. But it was not about money. But well, money usually. It was a miscommunication. So what it ha- what had happened was that was in February or March of that year, and then the whole 2000 election happened. Remember with the recount and all that shit. Yes. And. Al Gore, as big as a fucking disingenuous prick as he, that he is, when he, when he finally threw in the fucking towel after the Supreme Court thing, mm. the speech he gave moved me because I thought he made a sincere, real sincere effort to say, all right, now, let's get all work together now to get America on track. You know what I mean? This whole thing has been, by definition, exceptional. You know what I mean? But let's let's all work together. So I really, really felt that as much as I didn't like the guy, that at that moment he was being genuine. So I called Fran. I said, listen, you asshole. We're arguing. We're not. We had a misunderstanding. Somebody you has to, to me. break the stubbornness. So I did. And he fucking, when he picked up the phone, he said, oh, this is the guy who's trying to steal my customer from me. My uh, and I went. No, it isn't. You cunt. I was talking about my daughter again, and he's like, "Just fucking go contact her. Who gives a shit? Who's right?" And I'm like, "I'm almost there." But he's like, "Don't be the asshole that you know finally reconciles ten years." Wait, did Ira say that or did Fran? No, no, Ira. Oh, all right. I'm yeah. jumping I was, Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ, if you talked about that with Fran, you guys got pretty close pretty quick. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I never really see Fran. He's like a ship in we the night. We text. Well, you're never on the job site. And he's, right. And he doesn't socialize. He's not like a regular construction guy. He doesn't socialize with his coworkers at all, ever. So here's a great story. Which is a good policy, by the way. Here's a great story. So yesterday... Bill had yesterday off. Bill's in that camp of my best friends. Every Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Bill has a day off, and he works with me. And uh, and you keep him busy. Yeah. Well, he just it's our it's a social thing as well as a you know he actually does good work. He produces, and, and he get it's a nice little part time job. But I like. He's my. Is your amigo Negro? I wouldn't. I probably would have him around if I didn't even if we weren't friends because he's he's good. But at the same time, I love Bill. You know. Well, yeah. So I was. I'm fixing up. I got two machines. You know, I've got the two machines that need some repairs. So (laughs) I went while I was repairing uh, machines. I was welding. And I, it was funny. Here's a funny story. So I got the. Are you fucking on some extra medication or off of something? You are all over the place, buddy. It's okay. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I don't know. No, no. Do you think? Do you think? Sorry. I don't think I got extra medication. I keep picking at this scab on my head. I got to leave it alone. So at any rate, <laughs> I, uh, I was, um, 
I've got an excavator. An excavator is a big, it's a big excavator and it's a big digger. And it cracked, part of it cracked on the boom part of it. And I have to, I have to fix it. And I kind of fixed it, but it was sort of a temporary fix. And now I'm going to a new lot where I have to, uh, you know, pull stumps and use it heavily. So I have to like fix it, fix it with plate steel and shit like that. So I was there most of the day yesterday cutting steel and welding shit onto this excavator that I have. So the day ended. It started to get dark out. And uh, Bill had brought his own car. And he was inside the house putting doorknobs on. Um, this is the other house, the one I haven't sold yet. Uh, just, you know, cleaning up, doing odds and ends, shit like that. So in, I've, I have a, a diesel pickup truck that I've owned for 12 years. I started the truck up because it takes a while for, it takes about half an hour to get heat in a diesel pickup truck for some reason. And uh, I loaded up, I had a trailer, and I loaded the trailer up and uh, got ready to leave, and the fucking doors were all locked. With the truck running, which I don't know if you've ever been in that position, but it it really sucks. But I had my good buddy Bill, and we're talking about a twenty-five minute ride to home. And I said, I believe, because you know it's not often that I have to get a second key. I think I have a. I know where the other key is to this. So he drove me back and. Uh, Got the key and went back and unlocked it and off I went. That means that you either there isn't one or the fucking window in the back of your cab is not broken. The hasp on it. My no, la- no, we my had, I had a key. <coughs> well, yeah. I had a second. I had a spare key, and it even had the original dealer tag on it. I've oh, got a. Wow. I've got a bowl full of keys. Most of which I don't know what they go to, but uh, it had the had the truck key in there. And but locking yourself out of your own vehicle while it's running is bad. It's probably Sucks. worse if you have you like your baby inside. Oh yeah, who's about to just die of carbon monoxide poisoning? Or you know whatever. Who knows? Maybe you got the the heat on and it's hot out. Yeah, or, some fucking. But I wasn't going to break the window. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. I'm not breaking the window. Who's that angel? Oh, boy. I'm not. Well, whoever this woman on Fox News is an angel. Democrat Stacey Adams refuses to concede still. I don't know about that. That's the Georgia governor race. Oh, that Oprah fucking, you know, stumped for the woman the last few weeks, I think. Is Stacy an African American? She sure is. So she would have been the first Do you think woman or the first black or the first woman black governor of Georgia. Would Oprah have stumped for a, a politician if she was white? Maybe I don't know. I mean I don't know what Oprah's deal I do know that she's on some you know how Bill and Hillary are on some tour? Now she's on her and Michelle Obama are on tour. She's interviewing Michelle Obama about her book. The Bill and Hillary thing is six or seven hundred ticket. This is a thousand dollars a ticket. 
live for them. To, it's like, is it a different interview every night? I mean, what is is it? A, I, I don't know. I mean, can she do a different interview every night with Michelle Obama? And isn't a deal with an interview that the the questions seem spontaneous and the answers have to be spontaneous? How, how interesting is that going to be on the third or fourth show of that fucking tour? That's, it's going to be awful. It sounds like you couldn't get me to go if you paid me $1,000. I mean, I would rather see the Clintons than that. You know what I mean? Way, way more. I don't yeah, know, at I least. Don't even, well, I, I guess you could watch them lie. I don't even dislike Oprah. I dislike Michelle Obama. By the way, I think she's a terrible person. Well, I don't dislike Michelle Obama. I just I do. I I solidly believe that Michelle Obama hates white yeah, people. She's a racist. Well, she just hates white people. Yeah, that makes her a racist. She's awful. She's the worst type of person. Well, you know, black people, I think, have the right. They they have the no, they're in, just people. inherent right to to hate white to hate whitey. All right, the black. I'm gonna give them that. Black people have a gripe, but if you want everyone to be the same, she just hates white people. Nobody should hate people of any race just because they're that race, and she hates every white person. Pretty, well, pretty much every white person. Like she hates Hillary Clinton. Well, she would anyway. Well, I hate her. She hates Nancy Pelosi. She hates Captain Kangaroo, right? She hates Mr. Rogers. She hates Gandhi. I don't know about that. See, I'm talking about white Americans. She hates... Let me uh, think of someone else she hates. Who's, a, who's the most virtuous white person you can think Mother of? Mother Teresa. She's not that I white. I don't think though. she's American. Oh, virtuous white American person? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, that's a tough one. What a fucking weird place we live in. How about Ann Romney? Mitt Romney's wife, she, Ann. Well, she fucking definitely hates her because right. she ran against her husband. How about, um, who else would she fucking, let's think of someone. Oh, Mel- Melinda Gates. That's a definitely virtuous person. Hates her. She hates her. Melinda Gates ah, has done way she's more not for virtuous. She, she's done way more for charity than Michelle Obama has. Yeah, but she still hates her. Yeah. Well, you're asking me to think like I could come Michelle up. Michelle Obama hates all white people. It's just certainly any like say like the, say like there's a cardinal out there who is really totally 100 percent a virtuous never, person. Never knows a never didn't even know thought, of anybody raping a boy. Never even try to thought about sniffing an altar boy's fucking chair <laughs> after he fucking stood up or whatever. None of that. You know what, Joe? There's not that many virtuous people out there. She hates Andrew Cuomo, as everyone should. He's a th- he's a fucking he think he believes that he's a. It was an interesting thing on Andrew Cuomo. He he believes that he's like a uh, New York State. For those of you who don't know, is is one of it's one of the top. See, I'm not going to say the top, but it's one of the five top like most corrupt fucking states in the country. Wow. I mean, Albany. I think the thing that happens in New York is is that nobody pays because New York City is in New York, and. Albany is where the state legislature is, where the real power is, where the real the money gets spent. And 
So nobody pays any attention to it, so it's like a fucking free-for-all up there. You know, they can do pretty much anything they want. And it's kind of like county government here. I don't know who the fucking county commissioners are. It just ought to be abolished because it's... It's not a lot of needed. money is dispersed that way. The whole prison thing is totally county related, and that's really all it's about. It's no, the whole county court work. No, the whole registry court, yeah. of deeds. But the justice system. That's it. It's the justice system. It's a system. fucking. It's but it's a it's a scumbag harem of of evil cunts. Michelle Obama hates Brad Pitt. Of course, but you know. What's interesting is it, it leads us into this whole, you know, we've got this whole fucking uh, identity politics thing going on mm. right now. And today, I had sort of a day where I got curious about... Oh, your penis? No, I had nothing to do with my penis today other than taking a piss. But I got curious. Now... Al and I say that we love Trump. And we love him because he's shaking shit up. And, but we don't have any real reasons. You know, we don't have any good excuses. We just like when hypocrisy is exposed. But so I, I watched a couple of interviews today with uh, Steve Bannon. Who who's kind of you know he and Trump are I- ideology if if uh, I can't say ideologues ideological how do you say that ideological they're they're very similar compatriots so idealistically similar I'm gonna start here you got something you want to say because this could this could take time oh man so. I'm going to start it. There's a lot of big words that are thrown around all the time. You can hear this on cable news. And there's, there's things like, there's words like populism and nationalism and, I don't know. Take it, what's another one, Al? Populism, nationalism, Nancy Pelosi's huge bosomism. Boy, she looks good, doesn't she? I'm telling you. No, I'm kidding. She looks fucking horrible. Yeah, but Joe, she's seventy fucking seven or something. So there's there's fucking uh, suck your dick too for some fucking coke. So the thought is, or the you know because of because patriotism, no, because of the way Trump speaks, globalism. There's a lot of isms. Isolationism. Isolationism, because of the tr- the way Trump thinks, Trump has been labeled a racist by a lot of people, and there is a. I guess you could, you know, if you really want to fucking split hairs, you can go. Okay, well, he doesn't want the Mexicans, so he hates all the Mexicans, so. Even though Mexicans aren't a race, he hates the Hispanic people, so he's a fucking racist. Okay. And uh, 
And he doesn't want any immigrants in the country, which isn't true, but he doesn't want illegal immigrants. He's just a mean, nasty fuck. And the thing is, they, and he's a nationalist, which you can turn around and say, well, so was Hitler. Hitler was a nationalist. He was for his country. But the difference between Trump and Hitler is, is that Hitler didn't have a, uh, Hitler believed that not only should Germany be, you know, the number one country, but Germans, Aryan Germans, should be the number one, uh, you know, sect of uh, culture of humans. What's the, why you, you need, I need your help. The the number one ethnicity, you know, which means that you got to get rid of all the fucking Jews. And nationalism and populism, which is a, is, he's a populist nationalist, is meaning giving power back to the people. And Hitler was not about giving power back to the people even though his people loved him, it was about adding more power. And what Trump has done since he's been in office is be deconstructing the state in the sense that <coughs> he's taking away regulation that won't, that, that will no longer interfere in people's day-to-day -day lives. So the, fir the, the term populist basically means that giving the power back to the people and that sounds like a that sounds like a uh, like a tagline so let me be more specific meaning our middle class has been fucked we have a fucked over middle class who has been their jobs have all been fucking taken away and to, it's if you're a millennial you're fucked because uh, you you may never own a house, you may never fucking own anything, and because everything's so fucking expensive, and you're you you're in college debt because uh, that group of scumbags has taken over, and you're in a situation where uh, hope for the future. Hope is is what keeps people alive. I mean, keep you, hope alive, Joe. If you don't have any hope, you 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 know, then what's what's the point of getting up the next day? You got to have hope that things are going to get better in the future. And if you don't have that hope, then you know, things aren't going to be better in the future for you because you're going to kill yourself. So the deal is, there is a group of people that uh, think that populism is an evil thing. And they tend to be on the left side of the aisle, wicked left. Even though Bobby Kennedy was a populist. But simply a, a, a nationalist populist just means that the nation state, which means the nation, it's okay to be... The United States is a, is a country... And it's a way to organize a group of people, okay? 
So the nation state, which means just countries, countries are a way to organize and run a group of people. And not when I say run, not like, you know, puppets, but I mean it's a way to organize and like it's kind of like think of it like this. You everybody likes if the people that like sports, because I don't like I don't give a shit, but you know, you've got a team to root for. Well, you got your uh, country that you you're gonna root for, right. you know. So if you live in the United States, you tend to be like a, you know, let's go USA. And we have countries, and those countries have borders, and those borders should matter. And in the in in the uh, system that we've had up until Trump, which is why Trump is going to be. You're going to be, people are going to be talking about Trump in a a thousand years. uh, For a long time. A long time. Is that he's finally the guy that stood up and said, it's not okay to take, to just absolutely decimate the manufacturing base of the country so that we can sell cheaper shit to people. At Walmart, it doesn't do our country any good. And what you have is you have, it's very like, okay, so a frying pan costs eight bucks instead of 12. So we all can get a frying pan for eight bucks. But getting that frying pan at eight bucks costs 20,000 people their job. Do you follow what I'm saying? Right. If you're not going to get back at that microphone, I'm going to be f- fucking pissed because I, I I can't do it. I'll, I might as well call well, it a Well, you told me show. to fucking... Well, you no, told me to stop going to be a while. Yeah. But still, you can ch- you can chime in. Uh, I know. And you can disagree. Sometimes, sometimes you get upset I when I chime in. a co-host. So the populism that Trump has brought about has said it's not okay to do that. And what we're doing is we're feeding a communist state that it's an authoritarian... China is not... It's not a... a, It's not the human rights villa. It's a totalitarian state. It's a fucking communist state. It's a modern-day totalitarian fucking state. And if you think it's not... It is. You're naive and <laughs> no, you can poorly you, educated. You can get rich in China if you want. You can you can do it. And China isn't trying to do us any favors. They're not trying to. They're trying to take over, uh, suck every piece of intellectual property that we have, uh, while using basically slave labor, right, um, of their own people to get us to make all our shit there so they can learn how to make all of our shit while stealing all of our intellectual property to the point where they can become, you know, so powerful that uh, nothing can stand in their way. And, well, they already have the biggest while, army in the world. at the same time, gutting the United States, gutting the middle class of the United States, which they've done a wonderful job. I don't think they're looking to take over the United States. And they've No, they're not. 
But they they looking at they're looking to decimate the United States. Our economy. Sure. They're not looking to like. And they've done the same thing through Mexico by being the supply chain for a lot of American goods through Mexico. They fucked a lot of Mexico up as well. No shit. So these trade talks and these tariffs and shit like that, they're not. Everybody thinks, well, a tariff is just, that's just going to make shit more, cost more. No, it will probably just make somebody's profit margin a little bit less. Right. The other thing about... Because demand is not going to go up for whatever the tariff is on. You know right. What I, mean? I mean, it's like... The supply and demand says that the tariff is not going to make the end If you're selling frying pans for eight, you know, if you raise the price to 12 bucks... And then lower it back to eight. People aren't going to be rushing the store to buy frying pan. How many fucking frying pans do you need? So there are, you know, there are large, you know, steel and shit like that, which there are tariffs on. But by the way, I'm buying new pans this weekend. (laughs) There are. (laughs) Sorry. There's there's dumping of steel. There's, you know, if you if you fucking come into the country and I don't know what steel costs per pound, but. Say it's a buck in the United States, and you all of a sudden sell steel for fifty cents a uh, fifty cents a pound, and you're, you're dumping your steel. There's no way you're profitable. You're just a state subsidized uh, steel deal. Right. The point of all this bullshit that I'm talking about, because I better get there soon before I have any more beer or fireball. Believe me, I got a lot of shit written down, so whenever you give out... Is that... The things that we talk about and discuss now on the news about racism and about fucking, you know, gender identity and uh, homosexuals and... uh, you know, the fucking social justice warriors and all that stuff. It's all a fucking ruse. It's all a ruse because the underlying thing that's going on, populism, the thing about economic populism is that it is, it has no, it has, there are no constructs that deal with any type of race or gender or or fucking ethnicity it it helps everyone and everyone being in this in our country the fucked over middle class so the elite assholes that brought our economy and this was an interesting way to look at it bannon steve bannon said this said that you know, we had World War II with the Nazis and with Japan. And we beat them. Nobody has brought this country down to the brink of disaster. Closer, closer to the brink of disaster than the than the very few out of our entire population people that ran the banks and investment banks that fucked our economy over in Which time, by the way? Oh, oh you aren't talking about the uh, well, savings and loans. You're not talking worst. about savings and loans. Savings and loans was pretty bad. It had, 
the savings and loan was nothing. Wasn't right. one one hundred. Okay. Of what this was. Yeah. This was our economy was going to stop. It looked like unless there was a fucking line in the sand where it might happen the next day. And all of us, everyone in the United States, we went from the figure was eight. The the federal the, the Federal Reserve, which is a quasi public private entity, the the meaning the the uh, central bank went from having $880 billion in printed currency out there to $4.6 trillion in the matter of, you know, two years. So the people that won were the same scum that fucking started it. And they are scum, and they should be fucking killed. Yeah. And they still should be killed. But a lot of them were largely unscathed, man. <laughs> oh, a lot of them largely came they out were unscathed and, and more, wealthier. More wealthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After it. Interesting. So I don't know if I made any sense in the last fucking five or ten minutes or whatever, but it's the populism that we have. Economic the the populism we have under Trump is different than anything we've had in a long time, and I mean the only one true that, populist. The only one that approaches it was Reagan, but uh, Trump is a true populist. He's he's Vincenti Fox on crack. And the <laughs> problem is we have the nationalist part is that you know when you when you go. When you're trying to get a group of people together, sometimes you drag along some fucking undesirables, which, you know, white supremacist and shit, because you talk about nationalism and it immediately goes to a race-based thing like the Nazis killing like all the fucking Jews. Sieg Heil. So, but it's not, it's not nationalism in the sense that you believe in the nation state, which you believe that your country... You know, you believe in your country is a is a our country is a place for fucking good. And I watch uh, Steve Bannon have some interviews with some of these fucking EU cunts over in Europe, and they believe that you know there should be no borders anywhere. You know, okay, so you you what you just fucking let everyone into your country, and then it's not a be, country anymore. It, it's insanity. Listening to these people, it's like you, you can't. How do you wrap your head around that? Just let everybody. Yeah, it's just global. You know, it's we all live on the same planet. Just let everybody in. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna work out great. Well, it's never worked out great, and it it won't work out great in the United States. And we don't want to be mean to anybody from Mexico or from anywhere else. No. But we have a right as a country to decide who comes in and and becomes a citizen and who doesn't. And if you have a problem with that, then you're a fucking moron. It's my wife making fucking soap or something. Oh. Can you hear that? Yeah, she's pounding on the... Uh, she got something on the island or something, maybe? Well, the kitchen's right up there. No, I know, but 
Take must... a deep breath or something. <gasps> Exhale. <sighs> okay. So, so the fucking populism thing. What I'm getting at in a nutshell is the middle class was fucking eviscerated. In the last 30 years, middle class has been f- sucked dry. And is somebody it smaller is, or bigger? It's fucking tiny. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are hurting. And this is why Trump is such a Trump is going to be around for 30 or 40 years. He's going to be around more than you hear about Reagan. Because he's he is saying fuck this to tr- free trade's great as long as you're not subsidized. And what he said to the EU was he said okay because there's two issues with the EU unlike China. One is we provide all of the security or most they don't pay their own fucking way, so we provide all their security. They don't have to. They don't have to pay for a military to secure themselves. So that that's a. Imagine not having to spend a trillion dollars a year. You follow what I'm saying, Al? If you don't have to have a fucking military and you don't have to spend a trillion dollars a year, imagine how much better we could be if we didn't have to do that. Is that all we spend on the military? That was like six trill. No, our, our military budget, the the real number that comes out is around seven hundred billion. But the, the, I mean the the you know the number that comes out on paper is around seven hundred million. But we spend like a trillion dollars because they don't include like fucking ongoing wars and shit like that. You know, it's in that's in like congressional, it's a separate congressional fucking budget to fund. You know, whatever we got going on in Iraq or Afghanistan or the, you know, any other fucking nightmare we got going on. So it's a wonderful time. This is what I'm going to circle back to what I said in the beginning. Al and I love Trump. The reason why we love Trump is because he wants to help out everybody, regardless of your race, (laughs) regardless of your ethnicity, regardless of whether you want to suck a dick and you're a guy, or eat a cunt and you're a girl, or suck your own dick if you're transgendered. It it just... uh, he doesn't want you fingering dogs, though. He doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And he's scaring the shit out of these fucking elitist. We know better than you. What? Here's what happened in 2008. The we know better than you people fucking lost all credibility mm-hmm. because the we know better than you crowd ran everything up until 2008. They still run shit now, but they f- they fucked us in such a massive fashion. Some of them just got back into power, by the way. The we know better than you crowd will never, <clears throat> and unless you're a moron, will never be fucking we know better than you 
without a fucking wink and a nod by everybody else saying, yeah, we know how to fuck you, but you don't know better than us. And it's time to take care of people, not rich scum that want to fucking, you know, make more profit. So it's okay being capitalist. It's okay being a capitalist as long as everybody doesn't have to starve so that you can have the, you know, the 50,000 square foot mansion and, uh, you know, your Lloyd Blank find and you're four foot seven. Right. And, you know, you got a wife with big tits you're trying to impress or keep or whatever the fuck's going on. So that's the deal with the, our president. And, uh, by the way, it's actively snowing at a fucking steady clip. <laughs> Having him in is fucking great. Yeah, hey, good little snow. No, man. Summer's over, man. <laughs> Summer's the, definitely over. What the fuck? It is. It's, Once again, I did not make it to the beach. I made it to the beach last year, August 28th, for like an hour. I did not go this year again, man. You know, it's so funny. I think I... I don't know whether I told this on air, but if I did, I fucking locked my truck keys in while the engine was running. And I had my good buddy Bill drive me back, and we were talking. And, I, you know, I'm actually glad I did it because Bill and I had the ability to, like, just shoot the shit at the end of the day. Good. I mean, I always take him to breakfast, but, you know, you're thinking about what you're going to do. Plain Jane's or American, uh, American, All-American? Uh, I think we went to the All-American. See what they got going on in Plain Jane's over there? The fucking airport's rebuilding the terminal up there. Sorry to change subjects, but... Well, I don't know. Maybe Plain so Jane's is gone. No, no. It's it's open during construction. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I haven't been up there in years. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely All-American you haven't done uh, breakfast at. So we got to talk about stuff. One is we got to talk... His daughter was on the phone with the both of us. The great Gabby? And she's such a nice kid. Oh, she's so cool. God, I, I love my daughter to death. I just wish my daughter was happy. You know, she's kind of... I, what is that? Bill's daughter is so happy. Yeah, yeah, she seems it. Or at least fucking not pissing and moaning about her life. She doesn't brood. Your daughter broods. Yeah. She's got that gene. There's some gene. There's a brooding yeah, it gene. Yeah, might, might be a Brennan thing. It's a Brennan thing for sure. I'm, I'm not crashing on you. I'm just saying. Gabby doesn't have the brooding gene, which, no, by the way... she's fucking wonderful. Her father doesn't fucking brood either, by the no, way. No, never. Doesn't. Now, I don't know about the mom. I know the moms and Bill don't get along great, but I, she's does she not, brood? She's not. She's bad. not a brooder. Nah, she's not. I don't know that well but she's not bad yeah she's not evil she's by the way gabby come back please sometime we'll we get her miss back you. but uh i look i see i see the analytics she listens gabby. does she yeah 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 well she probably listens when she can but we <coughs> love i just i love my buddy bill yeah and uh what was i i was talking about something that I, we were talking about and it wasn't just about Gabby, but it was about uh, all the kids. Bill in general, and we were talking about, you know, fucking, I, I do a lot of talking about time, because I'm getting older here. Fucking, I'll be 56 next August. You don't look a day over 55, Joe. I know, you. I know I don't. But uh, 
it's like uh, it's more, but it's a comfortable feeling. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like you've, you've said been the exact same thing. You've said that. You're not contradicting yourself. I applaud you. You've actually said this before. It's awesome. Well, that means you're int- introspective. Having a bad memory is. Uh, I have a bad short-term memory, but a pretty good long-term one. Yeah, it's pro- it's a problem because you can contradict yourself. No, it's all right. You never con- No, what I'm telling you is, is you're not contradicting yourself. You've had the same exact rap. But well, we were both talking about it, and we were both like, you know, Bill, we're going to be fucking dead soon. And, you know, soon. Sooner uh, than later, baby. Soon not being like next week, but, you know. Yeah, as far as your life goes. It's like, where did. It ain't going to be 55 years from now. We'll put it that way. 40 fucking years go. Uh, the blink of an eye, my man. And I was just, again, I know I talked about my buddy I, who went to Vietnam, and it's been almost 40 years for us, and it's like, what the fuck happened? Did his lovely wife accompany him on that trip? Oh, yeah. All right, good, good, good. Yeah, they had a fucking blast. That's awesome. And I am so thrilled. I don't know whether, because you're not like this. Do you know jealous people? Have you met, like, envious, jealous people? I catch myself being jealous, but I'm not a jealous person. I, When I find it happening, I nip it in the bud. And, yes, I do know jealous people, and it's an ugly trait. However, most of the people I know who are genuinely jealous aren't really bad people. They are people who don't take... Uh, it's the word. I'm a little trashed. They don't take responsibility for their own actions. They don't take, you know, they don't own their own shit. Th- that's what I find. Most of the people I know who are jealous are, they're always looking. It's never them. There's an excuse for everything. So it's like so a, their it's life, a, their life is fucked up because of other reasons, not because of them or something else. Like I, we've already established I'm not a jealous guy, even though I'm introspective enough to realize when I am. We also know that I take full responsibility <laughs> for my fucked up life. You know what I mean? I don't blame anybody or anything other than me for every anything bad that happens to me. It's my fault, and I fucking admit it. All right. That's because I'm not a jealous person. It goes hand in hand, I'm telling you. I well, know it's weird logic. I'll write it out in a chart for you later. See, I, <coughs> I've i never been jealous. I'm not a, a jealous or envious person because I have done so much better than I ever thought I would be in a fucking mental case that I just... I look... I'm thrilled when other people do... You know, Aren't I, you happy I, for other people doing oh, well? Wildly. Me, uh, me too. I love it. I love to see I, anybody do, t- even I, if they're a I dickhead. Am thrilled. Even if they're a cunt. No, I like. I don't, no, I'm not going to go that far. Nah. If they're a cunt. Yeah, no, I'm like good I hope for they him. Die. Like but, Kanye West is a cunt, but you know what? Good for you, Kanye. Well, no, he's fucking mental though. He's he's a genius, yeah. but he's fucking mental. He's a cunt. Yeah, he's mental. Madonna's a cunt. And I'm like, good She's for you. She's a real cunt, but that's okay. It's okay, right? That's all I'm saying. You know what? At the end of the day, you know how much... Dave Chappelle's a cunt, and he's done great, and you know I'm happy for him. Madonna's had on the world? Uh, probably none. Zero. Yeah. Zero. 
That's the funny thing about people. Yeah. It's the funny thing about fame, too, is that these people that are, you know, look, she's been around for 40 fucking years or something. Yeah, 30-something anyway. She's the most successful Bitch. female recording artist <laughs> ever. ever. Yeah, literally. Not in terms of number ones, but in terms of sales. And you know what? Volume. The difference between me and Madonna is when I die... I'll be remembered for a day when she dies. It'll go on for about two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I Do you follow what I'm saying? Meaning she's not I'll gonna, be locally like in the paper he died and you know, there's a few pals of his. What you're saying is Madonna is not gonna go down in history like say the greatest president in the history of the no United one's gonna States, give Donald a fuck. Trump. Yeah, no one's, no one's going to give a fuck. She won't be in one history book about anything. She, maybe art she'll history, a, art history a, that fucking tabletop book. You know what I'm talking about? The have sex a book or something. great Wikipedia page. I mean, it's probably good. Not. By the way, we were talking about local politicians the other day. That guy Vinny I was talking about has a Wikipedia page. How cool is that? Go Vinny. Whoa. You and I could make Wikipedia pages about each other. Well, yeah, that's the cool thing about Wikipedia. By the way, I made one for Babe. I, I, made, I, I bet Vinny made his own. I made one for Babe the Retard, the punk band I was in yeah, seven years ago. You couldn't, that's, that's Wikipedia. And we did some cover in, of a song, and that song had its own Wikipedia page, and I added a paragraph. It was See, also covered by seminal punk rock legends babe the retard <laughs> and you know i got the little thing that's a citation needed i'll know we've made it al when somebody makes a fucking wikipedia page about kind of right dave you listening <laughs> make a fucking wikipedia i page promised kind of right i promised dave that by show 100 which is going to be sometime right after the new year i told him that i will have in place free uh, technology where he will remote in from this computer into the. It'll, it's going to be Skype for business, which sounds great. It sounds like he's on a mic. I got to send him a mic or tell him to buy one. But I will take the other laptop, boom, and it will ha and it will go into this, which then goes into this, and it will be seamless. Dave will be joining us for show one hundred via. Skype for business from Nashville, Tennessee. What do you think of that? I think that's I can fun. make it happen. I got a project. <laughs> I got a little work to do. I'll make it happen, though. It's, it's easy. I don't think it's a project. I think you just fucking type in. By the way. You, you log into Skype, and he logs in, and you fucking go bloop, and there it is. Apparently, these microphones are in demand because... <laughs> I was telling. I think I. Texted oh yeah, you, you did because I had. A, I sent you I the brand. Yeah, and I texted. There's, there's no. These are not available on any clearance site because <laughs> they're in demand. It's the simple. It's the second time the the law of supply and demand have come up. It's fine. I think they're worth it. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy three. I'm gonna mail one to Dave. Well, I'm gonna have it sent to his house, and I'm gonna buy two for us for for me Is and Dave us for remote. Is Dave gonna be on our podcast? Is that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, show so 100. He will be sitting in his rec room or wherever. 
No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is he, he going to be a, a a constant guest? No, 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 no. I'm an occasional guest. Okay. I'm not looking to. <laughs> we don't need a third seat. But what I'm saying is, is I thought he did a good job. He's obviously fan number one. And I, he's, he's been, very loyal. He's been fucking begging for me to figure out the remote thing. I have it figured out, and it's gonna, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not going to cost me anything. Look, twenty, uh, not not twenty, but probably fifteen years ago, Robin Molly, two friends of mine, married couple, one was in Texas, one was up here, and they skyped one another. And it was fucking pretty easy. Yeah, it's got to be easier today. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I it's said, just, you know, you, you and know, I don't do Skype. I just thought of another thing. I'm gonna send him one of the one of these, but the two channel one, the real small one, a mic, and the USB will hook into his. It's gonna it's, don't send him anything complicated. It's gonna sound. Just send him something with a plug. No, it's gonna sound. It it's gonna sound. The only problem is. These particular microphones aren't available in USB form, so I'm gonna have to get them one of these, and then the USB. I know what I have to do. You know okay? what you, you know what you should do it's is gonna look sound up. Great, because I've noticed that the microphone that Joe Rogan uses yeah. is used by a lot of podcasters. I'm sure that have successful podcasts. Sure. You looked it up. It's like a three hundred dollar mic. That's it. I th- yeah. It's and I thought it was like three mic. grand. Yeah. These are one hundred and seventy. One hundred and sixty-nine dollars. You cannot get them cheaper. And if they're charging more, you're an idiot because there's forty-eight t- places to buy them at one sixty-nine ninety-nine. That's what these cost. That's it. That's what so these these, cost. these are not terrible microphones. No, no, these mics are legit. They're clearly legit. I was listening. I finally got fucking two weeks ago. I finally hooked up the big stereo at my apartment. I got all kind of little stereos where you can plug in a phone. I got a disc player. Hey, when are we getting invited over, you fucking cheap prick cocksucker? You know, Al's been telling me and be, my wife that we're going to have a dinner over there. I actually had like a hard years. Di- Your wife had plans. And this cocksucker keeps lying. Hold on. He doesn't want to He doesn't want to have us over because he doesn't, no, no, like, do. he doesn't really on. like me. Hold on. He doesn't really like my wife. Hold on. Now, we were going to have the nieces over for a sleepover, but we got out of it. So, hold on a second here. Hey, you know, you're on the air. Say hi. Hello. Hi, Cat. That's Joe. Hi, Joe. So, you know how we wormed our way out of having the nieces over this weekend? Um, Yeah. Can can Joe and Patty come over Saturday? or Will that work? Yeah. All right. That's official. Okay, you heard that, Joe. Tell Patty it's on Saturday. I browbeat him into it. Seven, though, not six. Is that too late? For no, dinner? no, not at all. All right, seven. Perfect. Sound good, baby? Yep. All right, I'll talk to you later. Hey. Bye, Cat. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. Don't forget to bring me ice and or wine. Yeah, I know. Ice, or orange juice. Ice, wine, orange juice, all of these things. Get it in here. Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you writing any thank you cards yet? I, I wrote out all the thank. I'm like, doing homework. I wrote out everything. She won't let me write the cards because my handwriting's I'm messy. I'm doing homework. But I wrote out what to write to everybody. Thank you cards I'm for the wedding. Doing we still haven't sent them. Oh. Stop talking shit, bitch. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you. 
right, listen. The fucking protocol. I forgot is 30 about days. the wedding. The, the, that's because no, I gotta get not. you. I have it's to. Not. I have it's to get you a months, gift. So suck all of my dick. Unless Christmas comes in between. If Christmas comes in between, you got it. You got to get it out before Christmas. No, you got a year to get a gift, all right? Of my dick. You got and a then gift. You can bite me. You gave me an amplifier, a beautiful QSC amplifier. Oh. All right, I gotta go. I'll talk. Never mind. I'll talk to you later. At a steady clip, and I'm not. I'm. I'm not. A, I'm Merry not, Christmas. I'm not enthusiastic about it. I mean, me neither. What the fuck? It's still fall. Does the world not know it's still fall? It always snows at some point in the fall. It's technically fall three days before Christmas. Yeah, you know I know. What I, mean? I don't give a shit. What you're snow saying is, is November. Right there now. have been Thanksgivings where there were two feet of snow on the ground. Listen, there's in like your very short lifetime. Is covered in snow. Actually, you're not that all short lifetime lately. What? <laughs> I was you're just. Say, short. I was talking. I was saying you had a short. No, lifetime. he's calling you fucking old. Yeah, no, you're old. You're not young. You're getting old. Look who's fucking talking. Yeah, but once you get a certain, you know, of a man, hey. man men of certain ages don't. Really, age. I'm not aging. I'm getting more distinguished. Women from 32 on, man, they get fucking old quick. Oh, men from 50 on suck all of my dick. <laughs> you don't have a dick. Yes, I do. I have multiple dicks. Really? And Al sucks all of them when you're not looking. <laughs> I believe that. Isn't she the funniest fucking thing he ever? Like, he He's on it on like a comet. I jam them all the way down his throat, you know? <laughs> he loves it. Uh, does he do? He does. does he make the choking sound? Yes. He loves it. gagging on it. Joe just blew the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging up on you now. Bye. Yeah, fuck you too. Bye. <laughs> she's a riot, man. That's a lovely wife. She's the best. She is. She's currently at home. What she's doing is what we we in the business called getting her pussy moist by drinking. Because if you add alcohol to her vagina, it equals I'm getting laid. And I told her, I'm going to need a little tonight. Start drinking. And she has been. She's a good girl. Well... It's snowing out. You might not make it home. Oh, no. I'm, it's not snowing that bad. It's like two or three. It's going to turn to rain at like midnight. I'm leaving way before midnight. Hey, did you see that your favorite and mine, Michael Avenatti, uh, <laughs> has been accused of the domestic. Sleaziest fucking animal. I don't know if he got arrested. Uh, I think he. I think TMC reported he got arrested, but he has. I don't know if he's been charged or what. Whatever, somebody, somebody's playing a dirty trick on Michael Avenatti and accused him of domestic abuse. And I, for one, it's delicious. It's it's more delicious than the scallops well, I'm going to have for dinner in a little while. Look, he he's one of the just the fucking sleaziest human beings. It he's just horrible. He's a horrible human being, and. You saw that it, now Stormy Daniels has to pay for Trump's legal fees. Did you see that? Yes. Which means I don't know whether he's on the hook or not, but he's, you know, if he can get out of it, he certainly will. 
But apparently he has his I read this is what I read. His ex-wife, one of them, lives in a nineteen million dollar fucking house. Michael Avenatti's? Yes. Ex? Whether whether he rents it, it's a fucking or nice house, man, or fucking pays a huge huge mortgage. I know it doesn't matter. Under- is that in Florida or California? Do you know no, where California. it is? California. California. Okay. Yeah, you don't get nineteen million dollars in Florida. California, you can get like houses that are. California is the only place where you can pay. Because I got a buddy, a college buddy, lives out there where you can pay six million dollars for a house, and you go. Pretty nice house, but it's not not on the ocean. It's right. got a few views, and you know, he got a little tennis court, but it's like down a bunch of steps. It looks like right. Yeah, you know, I've never been to the house. I just seen pictures, and uh, you go six million. But if you want to live on the ocean, it's forty million dollars. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he uh, lives in like pick one pick the uh, you know premier hotel chain. He lives in a penthouse. Oh, like a uh, Ritz Carlton or some something shit. like that. Yeah. And owes you know a lot of back ten rent. million dollars in fucking uh, taxes, IRS taxes. So this guy this guy's just a just a sack of shit. Oh, and the IRS doesn't make you a bad guy. No, no, it, no. I, I'm not singling it out, but he's obviously just a sack of shit. He's just a, you know. Speaking of sacks of shit, he doesn't give a fuck about Stormy Daniels. Did you? What I'm getting? Oh at. yeah, no, he could. And look, care less your lawyer doesn't have to care about you. I wonder if believe he, me, most lawyers she might don't have sucked care his dick you. too. By the way. He probably fucked her. Yeah. Probably got some payments out of By it that way. way. I'd love fucked to fuck her. Fucked her, stuck her in the ass or yeah. whatever, yeah. got blown. But he fucking thoroughly used her as a vehicle for his own fucking gain. And, you know, it's not like it's an unheard of thing. That's why, you know, when you get older, like I always say, I get less judgmental because, you know, Nothing really surprises you anymore. But the guy's a fucking scumbag. I'm going to do a little rapid-fire shit to the end of the show. Khashoggi, it's, uh, by the way, I knew it. It turns out that this guy, his fucking dismembered body was handed off to a local. They're never going to find that body, by the way, ever. No, of ever. course not. That He's in pieces or fucking disintegrate he's at least in the turkish sea or whatever the fuck it's called you know what i mean so the uh, saudi arabia announced they five of the people that are seeking the death penalty against the u.s somehow figured out the 17 guys and have sanctions against them if you're if you're a united states citizen you cannot do business with any of these people and uh they're pinning the blame on the head of the Saudi military forces, some fucking general, as being the one who ordered the killing. Now, I don't, because he felt that he was an operative operating against the national interests of the kingdom. And I don't know if he's one of the five who've been this, that the prosecutor is seeking 
uh, the death penalty against. But that's where they're at with that. That fucking guy's body is never going to be recovered. Right. It's a bad story, right? Or you don't care. I don't care, but it's a bad story. It sucks. I feel bad for his family. Are you surprised? No, it just goes to show. Why would you... That fucking right. anyone who adheres to that fucking horrid text of Koran is a fucking animal. Now, you know what? You know the guy that... Uh, Paul, Paul Provenza had a show on called The Green Room. Who again, please? Paul Provenza. I got you. And you know the guy that that plays the uh, he's in Silicon Valley. He's the Pakistani guy. Okay, I don't know his name. He was on one of the shows, and apparently that you know Richard Lewis was on the show with this guy. Oh, okay. Wow, what a pairing! Along with Bill S- Superheeb. Along with Bill Burr and some aggravating Catherine fucking something, a really irritating fucking woman. And uh, so this guy, you know, he's not a poly. He he was brought, they moved here when he was fucking 10 from Pakistan. So he was, you know, he was brought up, you fucking hate Jews. Right. But the thing is, they asked him, Paul, Paul Provenza asked him, and Richard Lewis asked him, hey, is there, you know, is there anything in the, you know, have you read the Koran? He says, I've read it three times. I mean, and, you know, and I, want, the first time I read it, it was basically we studied it all the way through. Right. So is, is there anything that says, you know, you got to kill all the fucking Jews? Because I've never read the Koran. And I'm guessing it's not in there that you probably haven't either. I read a good bit of it, but he says, admittedly in English. Basically, what it says is anybody that's against Islam is an enemy of Islam. So you can take that is meaning wh- it, it's it's something that you can take. It's open to interpretation. Yeah, you can say you know what they don't like me. I'm Islamic. So they fucking, they're against Islam. Right. Here's the thing with Saudi Arabia. Here's why it's, it's, this is the thing that's so, it's it's so predictable what was going to happen. Because Saudi Arabia has a lot of oil. So as long as they have oil that we need, then... It's just going to be like, yeah, you know, the guy that wrote all the horrible shit about Saudi Arabia goes into a Saudi Arabian fucking embassy in Turkey, of all places, right. and ends up Consulate. fucking dead. Right. Consulate. By the way, they threw a hood on his head immediately as and soon as he stepped inside. Why? Why would you go? Because why? He, was, he was going to get... He, he was going to get... Some paperwork so he can marry his fucking... But you wrote horrible fucking things about Saudi Arabia. Did he not Did he not anticipate this? Well, now you're putting blame on him for his own no, death. No, no, That's no. fucking no. bizarre no, behavior. Not. No, but, but what I'm saying is Saudi Arabia, 
The only reason we we even know that Saudi Arabia exists is because they have oil. Otherwise, they also be, exist at the whim of the United States of America. Believe me. I don't understand what the difference is. We just they have oil. Yeah, they have oil, and we allow them to fucking do their own thing with the oil rather than just kill oh, all yeah. of well, them. Oh yeah, well, we'll do there's the oil. a full plan on how to, you know, if that ever had to happen. Yeah. We just kill them all. Yeah, that's it. And just take the oil. That's off. it. We and we could do it now. So, but they buy a lot of shit from us. Yeah, like Coca Cola. No, like fucking steel. Eight hundred fucking million dollar planes. Oh, that too. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. The military thing. There's is a lot crazy. of like. Hey, guess what? You're gonna buy. You know these F thirty fives we got? They're really fucking hot. And they go fast. Mm. You're gonna buy fifty of them, right? I believe there's a lot of like, it ain't like an ask. It's you're gonna buy fifty well, of them. It's got to be part of some trade agreement, right? Or is yeah. it a wink and nod thing? I don't think it's a wink and nod it's thing. It's part of we won't fucking blow you Just up, kill Just, all of you, right? Like we should. So you can't. <laughs> they got a lot of oil. And uh, we pretend that we respect them, and we don't. You know, nobody nobody gives a fuck about them. And and if they ran out of oil tomorrow, we'd forget about them as fast as we fucking, you know. Oh, we would definitely let them just, just wither. Just take it, just die. die. Yeah, yeah. Nobody just gives wither. a fuck yeah, about yeah. them. Our embassy would be thrown out. Yeah, we're not looking to send them eight. Yeah, maybe we'll send them. You know, a million or two. They can go back into the desert and fucking bang each other in the ass yeah. and fuck goats or whatever they used to right. do. Oh, whatever they still do. Nobody gives a fuck about them. So I, had I mean, that's the that's that's our relationship with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, they, in they, a nutshell, they exist at our at our whim. That's it. That's all. I mean, we you don't want to look too bad. Let them run their own shit. But, yeah, you got to buy these fucking planes back from us. And even though we have more oil than you, you're going to sell it to us cheap. Okay? Hey, you know, which brings up a wild, interesting, one of my favorite fucking topics. Go ahead. I'm going to pee while you do it. It's climate change. Ah. Not global warming. I fucking love climate change. Climate change is good, I love climate change because. It's good. Now, here's the deal. I don't have. Serious radio or XM or whatever the fuck it is. So I listen to I listen to XM because I don't have a very long commute. I mean, not XM, uh, NPR. Excuse me. So NPR, there's some. If you haven't heard, there's some fires in California right about now, and it's burning the fuck out of the place. And of course. Every NPR fucking commentator, well, this is, you know, the most unscientific group of fucking assholes ever to lay a finger on a microphone talking about how, well, this is a clear example of climate change, although California has been burning since I can fucking remember, but... 
it finally it finally dawned on me and uh, other people that the true environmentalist fucking hates humanity. Basically, the deal is they want as many, except for themselves, they want as many human beings fucking dead as possible because we're all parasites on this wonderful earth that they have so much respect for and admiration uh, that we, anybody that doesn't have the same respect and knowledge and admiration for the the planet as they do should be fucking dead. Right. Which basically means, you know, almost <laughs> everyone. So, not being a climate change denier, as many have pointed out, the thing that always baffles me about the people that talk about climate change is they talk about it like, we could do something tomorrow to fix it, but we just won't because we're all assholes. Right. And the thing about climate change is, remember when you could smoke in a fucking bar? Yeah, totally. Now, if you were at one end of the bar and not somebody on the other end of the bar lit up a cigarette, do you know how you could smell that guy's cigarette? Sure. Well, that's sort of a microcosm of how the world is. Right. When China lights up another fucking coal-fired power plant, <coughs> much like the California wildfires that are going on now that apparently have just reached the East Coast. Have you heard that? No. Well, apparently you, there's some fucking particulate or whatever. that's Some pollution. That's got onto the jet stream and worked its way over here. Sure. It doesn't matter what we do in the United States. If China's going to open. If they open a fucking coal plant or, every week. Yeah, yeah. Like 300 in the next five years or something ridiculous. Literally. Crazy. Yeah, 700, 1,000. Yeah. So if you want to live in the fucking Stone Age and not do anything, then I guess we should stop burning shit permanently in the United States tomorrow. Right. Other than that, why don't you shut the fuck up, <laughs> enjoy the car that you drive around, right. enjoy the fucking food that you get out of yeah. the fucking grocery store. Enjoy cable TV. Enjoy your cable <laughs> television. Yeah. Enjoy the microphone you talk into yeah. in the heated fucking booth. Yeah. Enjoy your heated home and mm -hmm. shut the fuck up, you miserable motherfucking cunts. Right. You're just a you're you're a sack of fucking shit. They they really are. They're, They're fucking sack of hypocritical shit. shit. They're shit. Yeah. They're fucking somebody that should be beaten with a baseball bat immediately. <laughs> hey, like you said, true environmentalists hate humanity, man. They really do. Yeah. All humans are bad except. Somehow they've been able to exclude themselves, especially white humans. And the they're, yeah, well, white humans are the worst. Yes, we are. They really, the fucking white. And let's take it a step further. Guilt, white male humans are, are fucking suck, man. 
Well, that's not all white humans, but these white, white human. human environmentalists, I, and you know what I'm talking about. You yeah, know, I know the type. I had this smarmy oh, fucking... Yeah. Smug. Uh, smug. Uh, you know, they live in fucking... Believe me, they live in our neck of the woods as much as they live in California. You know, they're in fucking New Hampshire and Vermont and smarmy, especially Vermont. Smarmy cunts. A lot they're of usually them up in Portland, fucking Maine, too. Rich. They usually have trust funds. There's a so whole they can stand back and they say, well, I don't fucking, you know, do anything that cause, you know, <laughs> you can live in a fucking tent or, you know, over-insulate your home three times over because you have the money because you fucking never had to earn it. Right. And it's just a bunch of smarmy, smug cunts. So fuck you all and die. Fuck all you guys, man. So I, I had a couple other quick things to touch on, just quickly. Not my peener. No. The... I had written at the top of the list because I wanted to get right to it. But you know that dude, Brett Hare, on Fox News? He's Brett Hare or Bear? Hi, Bear, sorry. You know what I'm talking about. He's the guy who's on when we start the show. He's on from. He's on right before Shep. He's fucking six to seven. Uh, All right, never mind. It's Fox News. Yeah, he had a face. I don't watch any news anymore. He had a facelift. He did? Yeah, yeah, he looks as bad as Bob Costas did when he did his 20 years ago. He didn't need one, by the way. Brett, you're a handsome man. You now look like... Plus, he had a child with like some fucking horrible illness. Now you look like Yoko Ono, okay? And you would think that he would go, you know, I don't give a shit about that stuff. So Joe Perry, the fucking local legend and guitar player from Aerosmith, collapsed on stage last weekend... Had a health scare. He's going to be okay, but it just made me think. He's seven. All these guys are 70, man, or older. All of our rock and roll heroes are 70 or 80. Isn't that crazy in some way? Or, or are you just used to everyone being old now? No. Because it's crazy. And they're like 10 years before the Stones or 10 years after the Stones. Yeah, well, the Stones are all 80. They're 80. So are the Beatles. I think Sir Paul's almost 80. Ringo's been 80. Sir Paul's 79, 80 years old. By the way, in great shape. He's a he's a fucking not a vegetarian, he's a vegan and actually he took care of himself. He's as vibrant as ever. You know what I But like Elton John is 75 years old. You know what I mean? These guys are all fucking old all of a sudden. You know the the best one of the one, most wonderful things I ever heard. There was a Quincy Jones documentary. And I always thought this. But, you know, who am I? But Quincy Jones basically said, the Beatles, as far as the musicianship, are fucking garbage. He's an idiot. It's very hard to say Quincy Jones is an idiot. He's an idiot. He's a bitter... He's produced more shit... I know he's Anyone bitter. He's bitter planet. though. He's bitter. He's he hates not, white people. He's not bitter. The, the fucking Beatles he's are produced not. Produce more white people. Paul McCartney is a great bass player and songwriter. John Lennon. Uh, George Harrison is a fantastic guitar player. I believe Ringo Starr. That's me. your opinion. No, it's Quincy fact. Jones' opinion it's matters not. more than yours. And he says the problem is they're garbage. He's an idiot. 
He's a fucking. How can you say Quincy Jones is an idiot? Listen, I. Listen. He's got the fucking. I. He's got the chops. I know about. He doesn't have chops. He's a producer. He's not a musician. Quincy Jones is not a musician. Yes, he he's is a, a record. He's a trumpet player. You fucking he's not, moron. He's a fucking. He can read music in seventeen different languages. He is doesn't even approach the brilliance of Paul McCartney and John Lennon. You know, I don't think Paul McCartney and John Lennon are that brilliant. Yeah, well, I never thought they were. That's I, fine. I thought they were like they made some great albums, man. They were like around. George Harrison's a great guitar player, by the way. They did. They happen to do shit a little before before other people. All right, so they were ahead of their time. I'll I'll give you that. They're not ahead of Elvis, but they were They're better than Elvis. But, well, way better than Elvis. The fuck. I I guess I would. Are you trying to are you trying know. to make me upset? I'm, I'm trying no, to figure no, shit out right I'm now. No, I'm not. No, I I didn't By the know way, I felt know all, that strongly. I know all about Quincy Jones and jazz and I'm a jazz guy, Miles Davis and I'm a John Coltrane guy and a yeah, Charlie Quincy Mingus guy. Jones is a fucking genius. I, I don't find him to be a genius. He's I th- a genius. Right place at the right time. No. Right genius. place at the right time. Quincy Jones He's is not a genius. He's been in the right place in the right time like 500 times. That's fine. At some point you got to go. The guy's just good. Yeah, he he knows how to he knew how to make jazz records sound good and some he pop knew how records. He do everything in music. Everything. No, no. He he played a little trumpet. He's not he never he mastered it. Everything. No, you're talking about produ- producing music. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not arguing with you. Is so, that guy still alive, by the way? Quincy Jones, of course. Is he? Man, he must be getting to be 82, 80 He's also. 84. Oh my god. 84 when the documentary came. He was fucking old twenty years ago. <laughs> Fuck. So, I've always, I've always had this thing. He about hates the white Beatles. people, by the way. Well, probably, but you know, a lot. Of, well, he's eighty-four. He hates white people. What eighty-four-year-old black man doesn't hate white people? No, he doesn't hate white people. You know why? He, he, he hates white people. No, here's why. Frank Sinatra. He did a bunch of shit with Sinatra, and they would go and play in Vegas, and like. Quincy couldn't stay in the fucking same hotel and had to enter through the kitchen at the fucking place they were going to play. And, right, right. And Sinatra finally said, you know something? This is bullshit. This is a guy I respect. And right. I love him. Yep. He's... he's uh, he makes me sound good. No, he just fucking said it was wrong. He yep. said, this is wrong. And Frank had a lot of... Frank had sway. a lot of power. A lot of sway. And... That all changed. So I don't think Quincy hates white people. I think he hates the idea of fucking uh, racism. But I think he and Frank were, he talked about Frank in a if, very kind, if Quincy Jones lovely way. truly in his bones thinks the Beatles are shit, he is at the very least being disingenuous. He thought He's they were dis- shitty musicians. He's wrong. He, saw, he said the musician... Now, maybe what he's talking about is, you know, he said they were shitty musicians. He's wrong. Paul McCartney, George Harrison, John Lennon are great musicians. Ringo's okay. He's all right. Those other guys are great musicians and great record producers. But I, al- I also thought that they 
There wasn't any Beatles thing that I found like fucking. You got to listen to the White Album, Rubber Soul, Revolver, you, and Sgt. Pepper's. Just you, listen you to gotta those. You got to go back, I guess. We're not talking about if, the old shit. If you were living and you said, well, there was nothing before this, so they sort of created this whole fucking thing. And I guess on that scope, but I list, I've listened to enough of it where I go, yeah, okay, this is okay. Listen to Revolver. Oh, and the other one that uh, you got to listen to is, uh, oh, shit, not Let It Be. Fuck, the one with the four of them standing in front of the brick. Listen to their last six albums. Not the first ones with the fucking I Want to Hold Your Hand. Not that shit. I'm talking about the actual recording fucking masterpiece. Sgt. Peppers is a fantastic album. Revolver, Rubber Soul. You got to listen to the White Album. They're fucking Joe. You know, I'm not saying they're not creative. And... Maybe that shit sounded good, but even Abbey Road is a good album. But maybe they suck as musicians. They don't suck as musicians. You know, technically. No, there's no way you can. Anyone who knows anything about playing can say that George Harrison is a technically bad guitar player, and Paul McCartney is a technically bad bass player. Paul McCartney is a fucking sick bass player, sick, and he doesn't read music. Sick. Well, you know what? I, for one, don't know. Yeah, it's all. I'm just, just opinion. telling you. You're right, buddy. It's just opinion. It's just. I'm just telling you what Quincy Jones said, which I found surprising. It's because he's a he's a bitter. He's bitter. I don't. He doesn't come across as bitter. He totally comes across as bitter. What he does, though, he does say a lot of shit. He talks shit about a lot of people. Yeah, he does. And. I guess his daughter said, Dad, they called him like, uh, I don't know, they had a nickname for him because he just, he'll fucking say whatever he thinks. And that's not a good thing sometimes. So it, it, it wasn't just a Beatle thing. Somebody asked him, what, you know, what do you think about the Beatles as musicians? Mm. Oh, my God, they were terrible. You know. He's an idiot. He was being facetious, and he was probably drunk because old Quincy's been known to fucking be drunk in public a lot. By the way, more power to him because he made it to his mid-80s. Listen, tell me what happened the other night. What? What? Were you blue the other night? I, I was in the middle of some shit when you called, and I couldn't I couldn't get into it with you, and oh, I, I, I wasn't going to give you any shit. No, I, no, what no. was wrong? You didn't sound good, and you sounded blue. What's going on? It was just uh, it was just uh, Tuesday night having an evening. Usually, usually you bother to make an excuse. That night you didn't even make an excuse. Usually you go, ah, I'm doing some shit for work, which is it's a lie. I know that's a lie. So what happened? Well, I just figured I wasn't gonna lie. I was just gonna say I'm not doing it tonight. Yeah, but because you know you what, tired that's a lot or? easier. Ah, no, it wasn't because you know I don't care. So you might as well. It was just... more of like. I was in a uh, irritable, funk, weird mood, and Kay. I knew that I wasn't gonna be fucking. I was gonna be irritable. Yeah, well, irritable is good sometimes. Yeah, but I'm more like you know, like healthy, unhealthy I'd irritability. Be snapping at you, and, yeah, and I'm like, you know, what? you don't need that. I don't want to do this. So I just said, 
and luckily it was earlier than usual. It was. I appreciated that it came at five after five and not five of six. So, by the way, quarter of five would be better next time. By the way, when you know that you're not going to do it, let me know before five, will you? The thing is, I don't want to cancel. Right. I almost canceled tonight, by the way. And I'm trying to fucking like talk myself into it. Talking to the mic, I'm begging you. And you know, change whatever fucking uh, attitude that's going on at the time. Just kind of change it around so that I can, you know. Not be a cunt and do the show. And That's fine. Uh, it's just look. I'll do whatever you need. When buddy. you're fucking crazy, that's the way it is. Yeah, I'll do whatever you need. Hey, look, I I took time off for cr- my business. Yeah, but you but you did you have been posting the fucking clips, which is great. I love the clips. The clips are the best. I like making them. They're fun to find. Oh, it's so it's fun. It's like finding little gems. Yeah. It's like you know finding I mean? a $5 like, bill in your jeans to yeah. laundry. It's like, oh, I forgot about it. And I remember all of it. Yeah. You know, when you hear it, you oh, remember all of it. Oh, good for you, because I don't. No, I remember it. And then I forget it as soon. I remember the generality remember. of it, but the specifics. I mean, there's a lot of gold in there. There's fucking gems everywhere. Yeah. So the clips... In case you don't know what we're talking about, but if you well, if you listen to the show, you know what we're talking about. I put clips up of these are shows that are a year old now, and uh, may you never catch up. Yeah, and if we keep going and making new shows, we'll have clips forever. Because I got fourteen clips out of show sixteen. That's crazy. And which means show seventeen's coming up. The Evan show's coming up. No, I went back to show 14 because I was going to jump around and not do it chronologically. And I said, why? That's retarded. I like the way when if there's two, three, four clips in between new shows, it just seamlessly goes into the next clip. It's fucking awesome. Because it's the same show. Right. I know. But I just like just eliminated a few fucking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we go topic to topic to topic, and it's like listening to the show. I was, Evan actually, Evan and his girlfriend actually came over for my place for dinner last night, and I had looked, and I said, oh, Joe posted two new things, and one of them was the one I didn't, oh, the bra size thing, which I I knew that was a cat one. Yeah. So I was talking about it, and then I said, uh, "Al's parenting skills." I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not going to share." You know, this I one. don't even remember what that was. That was me telling a story about the first time I was left alone with the infant Charlene. <laughs> so, and I was fucking beyond hammered. Just, that's the that's the problem. I ha- like I'll write a pretty descriptive title that you can save, right. you know, within reason on the on the title because there's no way. At least that I know of to leave some notes. Right. So, and then I go to upload them. I'm, I'm like, I, you know, if I was, if I was like a professional and had the time, I'd listen to each clip before I post. Ah, them. fuck that. But I just sort of name them and guess. Oh, well, they've been working out. It's they're all good. So anyway, my name's Al. His name's Joe. Once again, we've done a perfectly average show time-wise. We are average. <laughs> we're nothing. If anything, we're, we're average. Consistent. If nothing, we're not consistent. We're consistently going to give you we're consistently five inconsistent. new shows 
every two months. Uh, five new shows a month. Yeah. We wanted to do Pretty eight. Much. It's looking like five. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's better than two. We would we we were averaging six, but it looks like five new shows a month. That's fine. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Who knows? It could get better. It, I mean, we might start having guests someday, and then we have guests. We just haven't had. Fucking cat almost came down like three times. I'm like, no, no. I mean, like, we got a. I'd love to get a somebody we both don't know. I, I want to get someone that we know, but I want to get like Tim, the record store guy, down here, who went to our high school and Tim uh, Downey. Yeah, Chet's son, the the truant officer's son. He yeah. would be an interesting guy, man. Why don't we get him? I believe I will. Now, you guys can have you can have the conversation with him that you think vinyl sucks, which, by the way, when you come to my house Saturday night, I will prove to you vinyl no, doesn't suck. I don't think vinyl sucks. I just yeah. think vinyl ends up sucking. Oh, yeah, you have to take care of it. If you don't take care of if it, If you it have sucks. a brand new vinyl If you have album, brand new va- vinyl and a good setup, it's And you have a house like without it. a lot of dust. Wow, who does... Who, <laughs> Listen, and you take re- very good care of it. Believe me, I yeah, spent yeah. so much time, and there was all kinds of shit you could buy for vinyl albums. You know, various cleaning fucking. Oh, things. you actually cleaned yours? I never did oh, until God, lately. Yeah. Now I do, but. And you could. You could spend eight hundred dollars on a machine to clean them. There, there wasn't. Uh, and the, and it works, by the way. The only bad experience I'm going to say I had with vinyl is. If you had the turntable in the same room, which, of course, most people do, when you got up to a certain volume level, the feedback would go right back through the... It's not that way anymore. So, you can... You know that fucking amp you gave me for my wedding? If I... No, I forgot about it. If I made it so... Because I was thinking I had to get you a wedding. That fucking thing bridged... Could be in the same room with the fucking turntable and the speakers, and nothing's feeding back and nothing's skipping. Why is that a product of uh, technology? Well, yeah, modern technology, son. The whole the whole thing is it's good. I I have a I don't have a huge setup, but I have a decent one. You, you'll for, like it for vinyl. Yeah, well, I have a I have a Sony component. I have a Sony amplifier, you know, regular old solid state Sony. Uh, that, and then I got a Sony disc player and a Sony tape player, and then a. Uh, Do you have a lot of vinyl albums? A Gemini. As you know, I did the vinyl album thing for a few years. A p- couple months ago, I had four thousand albums. I'm down to like eight hundred or something. I got rid of all of them. And half think, of the half of those are no good. Vinyl. Half of those are no good. I'm starting to go through them and s- separate them. Ones that I will listen to because as soon as I hear a pop or a crackle, it's I'm done with it. Somewhere you know I, mean? I think I've got a Thriller album Ugh. on vinyl. The number one selling album of all time and a terrible album. You know, I actually think oh, I got a fucking produce, ACDC produced black produced album. by. If that's in good shape, that's a nice find. Thriller's yeah, not a great find. I don't know if that's a... Uh, by the way, Thriller produced by Quincy Jones. Awful album. 
<laughs> My humble opinion. It's the number one selling album of all time. How could it be good? <laughs> that was a great album. What a game changer. Yeah, totally. Well, what, 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 it was really a game changer for the business because Michael yeah. negotiated himself $2.50 a cut. He took no money up front. He spent the money to fucking produce it. Quincy Jones said Mike was a greedy bastard. Mike got $2.50 a copy and no money up front. And the fucking thing sold 50 million copies. You know what I mean? He did well. He did well. Although he he managed to spend all of it. Elton John style. It's the second time Sir Elton has come up. These guys, man, with their fucking fresh cut flowers and amusement parks in their fucking driveway. (laughs) You know what I mean? Did you see... I don't know whether I asked you or somebody else. There's a fucking picture out floating around of Johnny Depp. He looks like he's like Johnny went off. He's gone off the rails. You know, he made so much fucking money with these captains of the. Uh, he's got a lot of tattoos and black teeth. The uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. He looks like a pirate. But he's like, Arguably. you know, he bought fourteen fucking houses off of eighteen million dollars a piece and. Like he's just blowing through his money like crazy. I mean, what the fuck? If you got it, you're gonna. Sp- you live to your no, means, No, but it's man. like a sickness. It's a like he's doing it because because he's self-destructive. He's got like what do they call it? Self-sabotage. Outlet is fucked up or something. Because he's What's apparently he not working? He's, he's pretty good friends with Doug Stanhope. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So if those two dudes get together and they're both self-loathing, then. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of self-loathing going on. Because between Doug Stanhope, if Doug Stanhope and Johnny Depp get along good, then you know that they're both self-loathing. I, and then... Those two bank books Doug cannot Stanhope, be anywhere near fucking similar. <laughs> Doug Stanhope gets along good with uh, Johnny Depp, gets with Marilyn Manson. Doug Stanhope might have less money than me. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care, right. He doesn't care. He he does in one of his acts by. he says uh, one of his sets he says he's talking about not lawsuits but something and he goes if you wanna try to you know fuck up my life I bought a cheap house on the Mexican border my nuts eight hundred dollars a year nice and good luck trying to fuck me. Eight hundred a year. That's beautiful. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. So listen, I'm going to eat. I think we covered a lot of stuff tonight. It's kind of right. And tell a kind of friend. There's one thing I wrote down we didn't talk about, and I'm just going to tell you right now. Remember when I was on all the meds, and I told you honestly that when I was on all the crazy meds. I heard whispering voices. It's one of the reasons why I got off of all of them. Mm. You might not remember, but I, I kind of do. Yeah, but I heard tonight, right before it started snowing, the wind was starting to blow. I heard voices in the wind. Was it saying to kill yourself? No, but went into a tree. Nah, or it's not what it was saying. It's just that it was saying something. I don't know what that means. My name is Al. His name is Joe. This has been kind of right. Next time we see you, 
It'll be show 91, and it'll be Tuesday. Good night, Joe. Is this show 90? Yeah, it is, man. Oh, wow. And by the way, next week is Thanksgiving. We're doing a show Tuesday. I have the day off Friday, as does your wife. My wife doesn't. We're doing a show Tuesday and Friday next week. All right, fair enough. Friday, a little earlier than usual. Two, three o'clock, something like that. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Good night, Waterbury. Later.